0: From the lakes of Minnesota,
1: All right, welcome to this week's to edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan, brought to you in part by our good friends out at the driveway company out in Grimes. If you have a driveway catastrophe going on, if your driveway doesn't look as nice as it used to, don't put up with that. Call the driveway company out in Grimes at 515-850-1072, and they will come out there and give you a free estimate. And make sure that your driveway is the driveway you should have at your new house or your, the house that you've been living in. Don't put up with it. Call the driveway company. I promise you they'll take great care of you like they did me. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good USA. Uh, I want to say hi to Doug, CJ, Dave, Aaron, Richard, Tony. They're all watching us on Facebook Live right now. Good morning, Stephen. Good to see you all. Uh, we got a fun show for you to talk about today. Um, we're going to be talking with Joe Coy uh, from Fourth Arrow Camera Arms uh, for turkey hunting options for how to tape your hunts. You know, you got tacticams. cams. You can use those. or those are great for? I uh, I'll put those out in my decoys. But if you're going to be filming your adventures, camera, uh, uh, then you need to out. Uh, we need to talk to Joe at Fourth Arrow and see what's going on with there. We'll have a ice fishing report for you. Some other outda- outdoor. Not outdated outdoor, just outdoor-related items. Uh, in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to talk some blades with Dominic from Kershaw Knives. And we'll have a We Have Mail segment. And if that wasn't enough, we'll check in with Smoking Joe Smelter and have trivia before we get out of here uh, today. It's the last show before the Deer Classic. It's the last show of February. Thank you, Lord. Get this winter over with. I got Deer Classic tickets in my hand. This will be your last shot at one of those today, so make sure you pay attention to the show. Holy so head over to the phones, and uh, we're going to start off with uh, talking to the boys from Michigan, and go say hi to Joe. What's up, Joe?
2: Hey, how you doing?
1: I'm good. What are you guys doing up there?
2: Oh well, it's. I think it's officially spring. It went from being like minus some <laughs> ten degrees. To, it's actually warming up here. Snows melting, so just tapped the trees the other day to make some maple syrup and I'm looking forward for Turkey season.
1: Yeah. I tell you, I can't wait to go hear some gobbles, man.
2: I it, know. Right.
1: Yeah. It's, it's exciting to, uh, uh, you know, it takes for deer season. It takes forever to get here before you know it. I mean, it just flies by and then Turkey season, it takes forever to get here and then I'll be saying the same thing. Then it'll be time to go fishing. Right.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: It's one big cycle. So, (laughs) so we got a lot of folks out there, um, and is, is like I said uh, in the intro, a lot of, it's very, very popular to, um, you know, you know, people are wanting to share their hunts. They're wanting to go back and look at their shots and, and just relive their memories and stuff. And, you know, uh, I've been using a tactic cam for a long time and those are great for second angles or, uh, if you're going to be out there putting that on your shotgun, but if you're going to have a production camera or you want you want uh you know a different way to you know keep a camera in the blind with you then fourth arrow is a great choice for that but instead of talking about the old tripod like I love my tripod but um you know if you got two people or if you got a couple of kids in a blind with you then there's a couple different options for you to keep uh, there's not take up all the room a traditional tripod does Joe can we talk let's talk a little bit about that monopod option can we do that
2: Yeah absolutely so we're going to have a couple of different options when it comes to the monopod. First off, if you are in a pop-up blind, yep, um, we have what's called our pillar system. So basically, it's just a monopod with a clamp, and we have a bracket, basically designed for a hub-style pop-up blind. And you mount that bracket to the blind, and then you clamp onto that bracket with your pillar system, which is basically that monopod um, with that clamp. And then from there, you can put the Rex arm on top. Which gives you um, like ten inches of movement from side to side, um, you know, ten inches one way, ten inches to the other, with your camera mounted right there. So it's it's basically right in your front window. You're gonna be able to get all the shots that you need um, from from that spot, and you're not taking up any room in the blind. Um, it keeps it nice and steady with mounting right to that blind. So that that right there is kind of our first option that we came out with for um, for, for being able to. Not take up space in your bind like a tripod does. Right. Um, the the other option, which is becoming more and more popular, uh, is even a simpler solution. Yet it's called our monopod. And basically, if you just take our regular monopod, um, if you unthread, there's usually a little rubber uh, rubber plug on the bottom of the monopod. If you thread. That off, you can screw in a stake. So we've got a nice little stake that screws right into there. Stake that bad boy into the ground. And then you can run your, your camera system right off from that. It keeps it nice and steady. Um, just with that. So that's great for in the pop up line. I I usually am more of a run and gun style turkey hunter. I'll just go take that with me and I'll set up in a spot, call for a while, have that staked in the ground and it's just really easy to move with that system.
1: Yeah. So, well on that Rex arm, folks, if you think about a traditional camera armor. Um, so it doesn't take quite as much room, but you still get, uh, what is it, Joe? You get a, what, 180, 190 degrees of ro- turn there. So you yeah, can,
2: yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a 10 inch arm. So you can get, you can get quite a bit of movement, um, just basically from one single position. So you mount that monopod in one spot, but you still have a lot of movement with your camera, um, with that arm. So and it's the same with the tripod too. You can use that Rex arm on a tripod, which. For the guys that do like to use a tripod um, and film their hunts, whether that's a turkey hunt or a deer hunt in the blind, uh, it, I'm sure we've all experienced that, okay, there's one spot I can't see, so you're trying to fumble around with your tripod, trying to move the whole thing, but with that Rex arm, well, you don't have to do that. You can just really easily move that camera, and it's still really nice and steady on that arm.
1: Absolutely. Well, and like I said, it doesn't take up all the room that a traditional tripod would in the blind, so... Um, Which is always nice if you got you know if you got a couple of kids in there with you if you got your hunting buddy it lets you stretch out you know I hunt all day so the more room the better right Joe
2: Oh yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely
1: yeah and then that monopod option too you can take your you could take your Tacticam or you could take your GoPro whatever what and you can uh, put that right on that monopod and put that out for a second angle too put it right in your decoy spread too yeah,
2: Absolutely yeah absolutely so we have we have a couple of smaller like little stakes and tripods for that. We have um we have like a small we call it our mini mini POV stake That one actually extends up pretty high. I want to say it's at least three feet high. So you can put that out there by your um you know by your decoys and it's it's really cool. I've seen a lot it, turkey hunting's fun because you put your decoys out there, it's usually pretty where those turkeys are gonna end up. So it just sets up a cool opportunity to get a lot of neat different angles. I mean I've seen some where the guys will shoot, and they put basically the blind with them in the background of the video and have the decoy up close, and you could basically see the hunter in the blind pull back his bow and shoot, and you can see the arrow go all the way through the turkey. It was just kind of a cool angle that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get. So, yeah, yeah we have plenty of pov options like that for sure
1: yeah and you get it you get way more better than them turkeys you can hear them do different vocalizations and yeah you know they're there's, sure. there's soft clucking and purring and stuff that you might not be able to get if you got just a camera and you're blind so right yeah no that's a good deal man 709 and some change here 50 espn we're visiting with joe coy from fourth arrow camera arms joe hang on real quick we'll be right back. 1350 espn
3: Outdoors Dan on
0: 1350
3: ESPN. Alright, welcome back to
1: Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan. Brought to you in part by Triple H Outfitters. Not only do they have the best fried chicken in the while, you will get a tag filled, especially if Donovan's your guide. Give them a holler, Triple H Outfitters. You'll uh, come out there as a client, but you're going to leave as a friend. Good people over there. All right, so let's see. Uh, We're visiting with Joe over at 4th Arrow Camera Arms. Joe, have you ever made it down?
2: I have not.
1: Yeah, you need to get down there to Triple H, man.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, I I went to Texas uh, last uh, December. That was a blast, but uh, that was a good time for sure.
1: Yeah, they got great... Fri- Connie, Connie's the, the camp cook, and she's probably one of the best cooks I've... Uh, I mean, I, I gain like five pounds every time I go there. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, no, the... Fri- always, uh, I
2: yeah, it. I yeah, the highlight of the... After. It's fun to just hang out and eat the food, for sure. <laughs> Yeah,
1: the highlight of the week is when she has the fried chicken, so...
2: Oh, that
1: sounds good. Oh, it's good. I'm telling you. So, we talked a little bit about uh, the... Um, uh, the, the mod, ki- the mod, the, uh, help me out. Yeah. The mod- the yeah. Yep. yeah and kit. the Rexy arms and stuff. We really need to talk a little bit about, um, uh, the final rest before I let you go. A lot of folks are getting into, uh, w- situations where they need a little help holding their shotguns up, especially if it's, um, yeah. you know, or we got people that, you know, that are later in their hunting careers and they're using crossbows. That final rest is a, is a wonderful thing to use in the ground blind for Turkey season as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> that is going to be rested on your tripod. It was going to be your best, most stable way to run that in your blind. Um, and then you just have that basically a tripod with that um, double yoke platform on top, mm-hmm. and you can put your shotgun up there, or you can put your crossbow. I know a lot of people like to to go after turkeys with the crossbow, and crossbows aren't exactly light, so it's nice to be able to actually if you're taking a a younger hunter out there, just to be able to have that up and ready to go because I mean, turkeys have, as we all know, crazy good eyesight. <laughs> you get a young hunter out there with too much movement, uh, that could mess things up. So it really helps to have that that weapon up and ready to go for them. Plus it just gives them extra level of confidence just to make you know gonna be able to make shots. Yeah. Um, ap- especially, ap- absolutely. especially if you're trying to go for that little that little squiggly head that keeps jumping around
1: <laughs>
2: on a turkey with that shotgun. So you gotta gotta make sure that kid's confident and ready to take that shot
1: everybody more steady and it it, arm fatigue is not going to be an issue that that final rest is a great whether it's in a deer stand it's in a uh, portable blind you can use that and they really do a great job so hats off to you guys for that one
2: yeah and the other thing too if you are filming your hunt as well and you're using the final rest system um, we have a little camera plate an action camera plate that you can mount directly to the platform and you can use it one of two ways you can mount your like your tactic cam on it and point it out um out away from you basically pointing where you're where you're going to be filming and uh and shooting the animal at or what i like to do which is kind of fun if you already have a main camera going where you're going to be filming that turkey Mm -hmm. if you take a gopro put it on that final rest basically it mounts right to that platform and then you point it back toward the hunter it's really cool angle to be able to capture, you know, their face as they, they get into the scope, as they're interacting with you, maybe the person that's filming or, um, or just when they take that shot, the reaction on their face after they take it. I don't know. It's, it's just been a fun one that we've, we've had a lot. Um, it's, it's just fun to see those facial expressions as the hunt plays out.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to that. I, uh, that, that, uh, a lot of people are going to be out there getting excited, and uh, we had a record number of people out there recreating, fishing, hunting last year. I would assume it's going to be the same this year. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Good morning, Sherry. Good to see you. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. So, hey, I, I got to tell you, um, Larry and I were talking, and we, uh, I don't know do as far as we're going to probably try to do a couple hunts uh, not in a ground blind. So. We'll probably be using that monopod quite a bit if we're in a natural ground blind situation. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure.
1: So I'm I'm anxious to do that. And if you do, if you do want a standard tripod or a traditional tripod, folks, the one that Fourth Arrow puts out is super light. That's one of the reasons I love about it. And you you can put that new uh, that new pro head on there, and it's it's just it's moving side to side. It's whisper smooth and quiet. Um, they they really do a good job. So. Right, Joe?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, too, with that tripod, um, it does have a center post on it, too. So if you get it where it's like, oh, man, I need another six inches of height. I can't quite see over this branch or something like that. You can just easily slide that center post up and get the height you need. And that's that's for both the camera arm side, if you're filming your hunt, um, or that's for the final rest side, too. Um, it's just really easy to get that height adjustment um, to be able to get that shot, whether it's film and shot or uh, shot with uh, the shooting rest.
1: Absolutely. Well, I, you know, turkeys don't smell that good, so we won't talk about when scent. But I, you know, I,
2: I don't know. We've had people like, "Do you have any scent for turkeys?" <laughs> yeah,
1: that's 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 one of the running jokes. Yeah, I saw I saw a turkey uh, turkey cover up scent the other day, Tinks or something. It's like. Come on, man! I mean, <laughs>
2: yeah, I saw that kind of. I I thought it was more of a joke. Oh, I Come think it,
1: tur- turkey. <laughs> it was a turkey attracting or something. <laughs> Come
0: on,
2: man. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, Turkeys
1: don't rely funny. on their sense of smell. I can tell you that right now. boy,
2: they have good eyes. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, their eyesight and their hearing is about their best defenses. That's for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What do you got going on this weekend?
2: Well, I'm gonna be making some maple syrup, like I said. We tapped the trees the other day, so I'm gonna be doing that. Hoping to be able to get out and once our snow melts, I want to go try to find some sheds. Yeah, but we just we still have, even though quite a bit's melted, we still have quite a bit of snow on the ground. Yeah, we we had a we, lot of snow the last three weeks or so.
1: So yeah, we had probably 16, 18 inches of snow on the ground till a couple of days ago, and then we're finally getting a melt off. So
2: yeah, yeah, yeah it's about time. It's like yeah, when spring comes. It's in the chase and turkeys and, um, yeah, the other thing, and maybe you saw it like on our, our social media pages, we, re- we released our, uh, our rabbit scent for a wind scent unit. If we want to touch on a wind scent real quick, no, well, <laughs> so uh, our rabbit scent's perfect for predator hunting. So, okay. um, <laughs>
1: did you say rabbit?
2: Yes. Okay. I, that's what I thought you said. I'm sitting
1: here going, I know it's early in the morning, but, uh, and I'm sitting here going, why are we trying to use this, uh, a wind scent to attract rabbits? But then uh, predator yeah, so, hunting, okay. Now, so see.
2: Coyote hunting, bobcat hunting, yeah. um, which now is a great time to get out there and try to kill some of those bomb killers. So, for anybody that's, uh, yeah, that wants to do some predator hunting, we do have rabbit scent for the wind scent unit now, um, which is, we're pretty excited about that. That's a lot of
1: people are really loving that. So. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. You see, uh, good the wolf hunt went in uh, Wisconsin.
2: You know, I didn't I didn't see that. They I ended up over
1: two hundred wolves. Oh,
2: that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah, really they cool.
1: they need to do that in Minnesota, man. They've got a wolf problem up in northern Minnesota. Uh,
2: yeah, no, I would love to. I would love to get a wolf. That would be super
1: cool. Yeah. Well, we just need to manage them. I'm, they're getting out of hand. Oh,
2: totally.
1: Yeah, I had I had yep. a guy getting on me about, well, I can't believe that you're in support of that. And I, I said, well, first of all, it's good conservation. You know, if you don't, if you don't manage the, the population of the wolves there, then you're hurting everything else around because wolves will kill just for sport. They, they I mean, they don't kill always for food. I mean, they, they do. Yeah. And I go, I, I just had a guy send me a. a I can't hardly watch it. It tears my heart out. I, there was a guy who had his pet dog outside and he had a security camera the wolf comes up and starts uh, sniffing around his pet dog and then he grabs it around the neck and kills it and eats it.
2: Oh, that's just, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I
1: mean, wolves are, they're not a, you know, it's not a Disney movie. I mean, they, they will kill your, your pets. They will kill deer. They will, they'll, I mean, they'll kill anything. They're an apex predator basically.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we gotta, we gotta make sure we manage them properly. So,
2: Yep, absolutely. Same thing with coyotes. I mean, they kill a lot of fawns in
1: the springs. So. Oh my gosh. I mean, well, yeah. Minnesota's getting a whammy because uh well, you, and you know, I don't think a lot of people notice wolves kill coyotes. If you got wolves in the area, you won't have coyotes cuz <laughs> cuz the, the wolves are, you know. Right? Yeah. But uh right. they uh the um I forgot what I was going to say. But uh, <laughs> I'm losing it, man. Yeah. I'm losing <laughs> it you got this boy no Uh, yeah i'm losing it but uh we need to make sure that we just manage them properly because uh well i know what i was going to say minnesota you got not only are the the, uh eating the fawns and uh the stuff but then you got the wolves predation on them and that's why you hardly have any moose left in minnesota
2: oh yeah yeah that's just sad
1: that is sad so (laughs) all right joe someone Question about Wincent or Fourth Arrow? Where can they go, buddy?
2: Yes, yeah, so if you go to fourtharrow.com, that's going to have links to uh, the Fourth Arrow camera arms, Wincent, and Final Rest. So just go to fourtharrow.com. You can look us all up there.
1: All right, there you go. Hey, thanks for always checking in, uh, checking in on the show, and thanks for all the yeah, help in the for field. Me. Oh great. We'll have. I think we got Dave on the other show tomorrow. So
2: okay, perfect. That'll be Sounds fun.
1: Good. But let let me know if you need anything.
2: Sounds good. Well, good luck with turkey season this year.
1: I need all the luck I can get, Joe. <laughs> all right, buddy. Be good. I'll talk to you later. Go eat. Go get all your right, syrup thanks. boiling.
2: Thanks. Sounds good.
1: Thanks. There he goes, Joe Coy from 4th Arrow and Wincent. Good fella right there. 7.26 and some change. Let me hit another quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
3: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound
1: can mean only one thing. It's time for the Bob's Tools Honeydew Package. If you haven't qualified for that, we'll pick uh, first two callers, 244-1350, 244-1350. And uh, here in a few weeks, some lucky listener is going to win a brand new uh, DeWalt drill package courtesy of the fine folks at Bob's Tools over there on Army Post Road. That's a nice drill too, man. Who wouldn't want to have that? All right, let me do that. 244 1350, sir. 244 1350. Andrew will uh, get you lined out. So, if he ever answers the phone, he's just over there looking around. I don't know what he's doing. So, all right, let me do the fishing report brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse. Thank you for all the gang over there. Blackhawk Lake is reporting eye sickness at 12 inches in front of the ice house. Uh, there's open water in the town bay from the winter aeration system. Black- Perch are fair, walleyes are slow, gills are fair. Brushy Creek, uh, beware of the thinner ice and slushy arrows on the pressure ridge of the middle of the lake that starts near the fishing jetty just south of the east boat ramp. There's thinner ice near the swimming beach, yellow perch are fair, crappier fair, spoons Wall- with small minnows or minnow heads up in 20 to 25 feet of water is producing fish. Bluegills are fair, using waxies in 20 feet of water. Moreland Pond, the rainbow trout bite is fair. Storm Lake, most ice is around 12 to 15 inches. Ice is covered with slush and water in some places. There are thinner areas on a pressure seam extending from Casino Point to the northeast. Yellow perch bite is fair. Waxies are good on the perch. Walleye bite is good. Uh, Bite is actually been picking up, they said. Try small minnows on a jigging spoon and the dredge cuts are flats. Best bite is morning or evenings black crappie is fair using waxes on a jig. West Ogobogee, the walleye season is closed now on the Great Lakes up there. Uh, ice sickness varies around 19 inches. Yellow perch and gills are still good, though. Big Creek Lake. Did I already talk? I already did that, didn't I? hmm Big Creek, the ice sickness is around... No, I, I did. I was Brushy Creek. The eye sickness near access is 13 inches. Blue, the black crappie bite is fair. want to catch with live minnows or waxworms on glow jigs in the main lake near the red road beds brush piles and creek channels wipers are fair jigging spoons with live minnows or minnow heads are still producing fish there you go there's your fishing report for the day how about that huh so brought to you by sportsman's warehouse they're going to have four plastic this year it's going to be amazing i i saw the booth display uh, yesterday, and Jake, the new general manager, actually set the booth display up inside the store on the so he could just make sure everything was good. And I'm I'm telling you what, it's going to be an amazing de- deal at the Deer Classic this year. They got some great deals for you. Um, I, I don't want to spoil everything, but you got to come out there and check them out. Larry McCoy and I'll be there all three days, so come over and say hi. Would love to see a close-up photo of your bear mount in your basement, Bryce. Um, I'll see what I can do about that, Bryce, for you. Thank you. Morning, R- morning, Rick. Good to see you. Good morning, Richard. How are you? So doing all these fishing reports, it got me, it got me thinking about fishing a little bit more. You know, I've had turkeys on the brain since January, and I I did something. I bought a boat. I went and bought another boat. And I did. I I I I hopefully I will keep this one because I I told you I was missing my other one that I bought. So I called up the guys up at Ray's Marine up in Grand Rapids. Let me ask you a question. Why is boats in Minnesota so much cheaper than around the Midwest, around here or Missouri? Why is that? Because I called, I try to buy local, but I I bought a brand new uh, 2021 Lund Angler SS 1650. Uh, with a 50-horse Merc on it, center console, because my other one was a tiller. I remember, I was having problems with that yep. when it was real windy by myself. Well, with the steering wheel column and in the center, I'm, my fat rear won't be in the back of the boat causing me problems with the boat sticking up like this when I'm going down the, you know, or even. But I got that boat for almost $7,000 cheaper buying it up in Minnesota. Now, I don't get that. How is it? Why is it so
4: much cheaper up there? Maybe things thaw out a little bit uh, slower there. I mean, they should be the same price, right? I mean, you you know, I could understand a thousand
1: dollars or five hundred dollars here or there, or you know, every everybody's got a little bit different markups. But seven thousand dollars—that's a lot of money. That is. You know, I'll drive fourteen or uh, seven hours up and seven hours back to save that kind of money. Oh yeah, that's a—I'll just coffee it, man. Any <laughs> day, any day. Yeah, I mean. So I, I, uh, anyway, thanks to Eric up at Ray's Marine. Uh, he gave me a super hot deal and, uh, I'll get it in June. I want to thank the fine folks at Garmin. uh, Two, two really nice Garmin, uh, fish finders. I called my buddy up whose sister, uh, is associated with Garmin and she, I got a pretty really nice deal, but I'm going to put the live scope, that Garmin live scope on my trolling motor and it's like watching TV underwater. I mean that thing that sonar—you can actually tell the detail of that fish, and as you're going through, I mean you can tell if it's a walleye or a bass or, or whatever. So I I I uh, I will have plenty to play with and occupy my little feeble brain when I get done turkey hunting in <laughs> June. So or May, uh, but I I won't get my boat till June. So I told him just keep it. Here's your money, and I'll pick it up when I'm done turkey hunting. So but I, I I'm really I'm really looking forward to going fishing I and you know, I'm gonna hit big Creek brushy Creek um, I'm gonna go up to Minnesota I'm gonna go down to Table Rock and Truman and Missouri and fish with Larry and Kent and Ryan and them guys and I, I'm I'm just really looking forward to uh, to running and now Kent's the one that got me on LiveScope. live scope um I you know the, the hummingbird's got great technology Lawrence has got great you know down with the down imaging I, I had Lawrence stuff last time. But, uh, that life skill from Garmin, um, I've heard nothing but just rave reviews about it. I, and I'm not sponsored by them. Um, but, uh, I, I bought it, but, uh, I, you know, it's really going to be frustrating as we fish down there and I can see my my jig or whatever. And they just, they're looking at me just, you know, making, you know, giving me the middle fin, <laughs> you know, so morning, morning, Tom, good morning, Kenny. So, so. Hey, what do you, what do mermaids wash their fins with? Man. What do, what do, what do mermaids Mermaids. wash their fins with?
4: Well, not water because they're in water. Tide. (laughs) Uh, uh. Did you get
1: that out there, folks? Tide. T-I-D. Tide. A little clever this morning. I am a little, little clever. Yeah. <laughs> aaron said he's tired yeah yeah, yeah. We, we all are yeah who isn't tired aaron come on man come on man so hey let's do the mailbag let's do uh you got mailbag queued up let's all do the mailbag right. segment yeah. real quick here well we got
0: some mail time. To-
4: And I need all of you
5: to stop what you're doing
3: and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will.
1: All right, we got mail. So if you don't know what this is, we started this a couple months ago, right? Yeah. yeah, a couple months ago. If you go to my website outdoorsdan.com, there's a little cartoon mailbox. If you click on that, that's gonna give you my email. And, uh, if you, if you do that, I just need you to send me a question or a comment about the show and your name, address, and phone number. And if you do that, if I read it on the air, you're going to win a really nice prize, like a workshop electric sharpener or some other fine stuff. Good morning, Kent. Ready for the show next week. I hear you. Dear classic city. Good morning, David. So uh, that's what we're doing here. Uh, where's my mail thing at? Uh, we got mail. All right, this week's quote: James Ridenhouse of Des Moines. Which line is better for walleye leaders, mono or fluorocarbon? Uh, James, um, that's a very easy question for me. I would definitely say fluorocarbon. That's more translucent in the water. I have a hard time seeing it, and uh, you're not going to have as much strut. Is you if you have a spot lock on your trolling motor, you will need a separate pole mount for your live scope. Thanks, Kent. Appreciate that. I will need you will need a separate pole mount for your live scope. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Anyway, that's that is uh that is the answer I'm sticking with the fluorocarbon. So James, congratulations, man! You get yourself a work sharp sharpening system. Uh, we'll get that to you. I appreciate that. Uh, Brought to you by Darren Islander. And for the last time, Gary Wagner. Gary Wags Wagner of American Family Insurance. Darren's going to be back, but Gary's retiring. So we'll just have to see how that goes, huh? We'll see how that goes. All right. uh, Let me take a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
3: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on
0: 1350
1: ESPN. All righty, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So, yeah, I tell you, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to get up there. I know uh, I was talking to Kent and uh, Ryan down there, in Missouri, and they're they got the crappies kind of figured out down there, so. Uh, between Brushy Creek and, uh, uh, I'm, I've totally lost my mind <laughs> between Big Creek and Brushy Creek here real close to home, which is always nice to get out. Sailorville's not bad fishing. If you get out there and do a little bit, red rocks, always fun, you know, but I, I, you know, I, I like to go see my buddy. So I can't wait to go fishing with Gary pack up in Minnesota. We're going to go up to red Lake. Uh, then we're going to go, uh, fish little Winnie or big Winnie. Uh, Winnebagoche, if you don't know what that is. And then I'll probably head over, uh, probably head up to Leech at least once this year and try Leech. Um, if not that, maybe maybe Turtle Lake, which is a little bit smaller lake, but they got great fishing. And uh, try Como. Como is a great fishery, David. I, I tell you, man, it's, if you want to catch some nice fish, uh, especially trout, Tana Como is the place to go. Um, but you know, and that's not that far away. You know, you got Bull Shulls, you got Tana Como, you got Table Rock, and probably going to stay on Truman and Table Rock the best. So those are the ones I'm more familiar with. Good morning, uh, Rick Johnson. He's at Sky Harbor. There you go. All right, well, i will lo- love to see you at the Classic, man. That's going to be good. Yeah, Deer Classics next week. We'll be doing the show live next week from the Iowa Deer Classic at the Sportsman's Warehouse booth. That's going to be really first big outdoor show that hasn't been canceled. So you should try little river. Little river. Aaron is a great fishery. I love little river. I've been down here. Uh, Jeremy McCarty, the Turkey Reaper takes me down a little river. Uh, him and I fished that two years ago and, uh, we got on some walleyes and some crappies. Nice fish. Rick's in Arizona. Nice going there, Rick. Come back to Iowa with the rest of us and suffer Arizona. i think speed's out there too speedy's out there speedy from cookies is out there too what yeah without us uh without us yeah he's out there relaxing barbecuing in his shorts yeah good for him yeah good for him so but yeah i'm anxious to get that boat and do a little fishing this year already i'm gonna put some uh new braid on the on the spinning reels with some fluorocarbon leaders and uh, I uh, I just talked to a guy. I can't tell you who it is yet, but I got there's a new guy out that's that makes he's got a new bait company, and uh, Larry actually uh, introduced me to him in a way. But um, my gosh, some of the colors that this guy is producing is phenomenal. So I can't wait to get some of these baits, and we're gonna have him live on the air and uh, sometime middle of next month in March. So we'll see how uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, David, always wanted to try Truman by Clinton, known for small. Yeah, they got smallies. Yeah. No, Truman's a good lake, good fishery. So. You a big color guy? What? You said there are lots of colored color guy. What do you mean? Well, no, uh, the, for fishing. I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah the, I mean, I change colors. If, you, if you're marking fish and they're not biting, then you either need to try a different type of lure or a different color. Exactly.
4: Right. Yeah. 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 So. Fair question. Yeah,
1: Funky monkey watermelon is uh is a good color. Yeah. Funky monkey Watermelon. Yeah, yeah, or Midnight Chocolate uh, a, uh Midnight Midnight Chocolate Stream or uh At uh, what
4: point is this man, I can't figure out I a have no idea where they get these
1: colors like, names at. I we mean, can't I just
4: call it brown. We have to call it Well, there's Drunky root beer, monkey.
1: there's pumpkin seed, you know, those are good colors. You know, you got Chartreuse
4: and uh, Does Crayola approve all these? To no, put these in their are not. Cr- no, these are
1: fishing industry colors. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
4: Do they Rainbow, have, Rainbow.
1: You know, Black Shad, Black Midnight, Black, Mid- Black <laughs> Midnight. <laughs> that that
4: are, kind of seems redundant. <laughs> I am just
1: telling you, there's some crazy colors out there, man. It just I don't know how these ang- pro anglers remember. I was, we had Jonathan Van Dam uh, on our podcast, Larry and I did. And I, I asked him, "How do you remember all the colors?" Yeah, man? I
4: remember you asking that. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's just like I. There's no way I could remember that stuff, you know. If it was chocolate chunk chip chip cookies, you know, I could probably remember that. Yeah,
4: I mean, yeah, or you know, brown swagger on rye. You you tag it to my stomach, I will remember yeah, it forever. Absolutely.
1: Good morning, Dan Anderson. Good to see you.
4: <laughs> yeah, people are. Dan's lost his mind. I'm, I'm, d- I'm not making those <laughs> colors up, man. It's just, it, it is what it is. So. <laughs> well, you probably still. Uh, you, you, we all lose our here. Let's be honest.
1: Maybe Corolla should name after the crayons. Yeah. Help teach our children. Yeah. I'm telling you, Chris. There you
4: go. There's a connection there.
1: Yeah, I'm so sick. I listen. I'm not even. Don't get me started on this cancel <laughs> thing. You know, now they're now yeah. Mr. Potato Head's got to be renamed or re. Oh
4: man. I mean, it's yeah. getting
1: it's it's been stupid for a while, but it's really getting stupid now.
4: Pe- people just want their names. And now, want now, how, I
1: got I got a I got a thing we need to change. How about all the idiots making all these trying to make rules that we need to change all this stuff? Maybe we should get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Good there's an idea. Give
1: the boot. Give him the boot, man. I'm sick Good of it. Good day, sir. Absolutely. I'm, there's no need to change Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head's been a beloved uh, children's toy for 30
4: years. I know. I mean, give me a break. And he had Mrs. Potato Head on there. I mean, it's just. Put a foot where the head should be, and you can you can mix up. You can have a good play time. I think that's something you gotta keep.
1: I'm telling you, I'm th- I'm sick of this. They're idiots. Hate to say it that way. Sorry, God, but I I <laughs> God, I don't know what else to say, man. I'm sure you're up there just just up there slapping your like really. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. You know, I I just I listen. I'm all for everything being. Fair and equitable and, you know, making sure everybody's taken care of. I'm all for that 100%. But this little, I, I, I can't have my little Mr. Botana head, baby, because it's not. I can't do it. uh, that's ridiculous. That's a great baby cry. All right, cry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm getting off my my rant. Because I'm getting a new boat. I'm going to be calm.
4: That was a great baby cry, though. I'm sick of it, I mean, man. I'm top just, tier. I
1: saw that this week, and it's just like, wh- what people are drinking Drano, man.
4: They're drinking Drano. <laughs> uh, they're
1: drinking something weird. That's I, for sure. I mean, it's just uh, this is ridiculous. Morning, Danny, up in Alaska. How you doing, buddy? I need to run for office, Steve. I I would not be qualified to be in politics because I one I would tell the truth, and second <laughs> of all, I won't shut up. So I could I just can't shut up. If I would be on stage, and somebody was sitting there just just lying out their rear end, which they all kind of do. I wouldn't. I would just be able to sit there and say, "Are you? Uh, how do you? How do you look yourself in the mirror, you moron? Yeah, are you going to sit uh, there and constantly lie? You know they. They, uh, they should. And, have. I, I, that, and I couldn't do it, man. I just, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm done. Maybe eating the Tide Pods again. I, you know, Aaron. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they are eating Tide Pods. I don't know. So, did you see they've ruined Pop Tarts? They came out with a dill pickle Pop Tart. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I'm not buying that. I'm a big deal fan, but no, no. Pop-tarts are... Leave my pop-tarts alone, people. That's just like, that's thing you shouldn't breed. I mean, that's like, whew. That, yeah. That's too much mad scientist for my liking.
1: Yep, it's crazy. What do you say, Stewie? Face fact. At least Lucky Charms announced that they are not taking away the leprechaun. You know why? Irish people don't care, Matt. <laughs> you cannot insult an Irish. i got a little Irish and Scottish, you know? So... You leave my leprechaun alone. There you go. <laughs> oh man, man, man. I'm telling you 7:55 and some change here on waking up the outdoors with outdoors. Dan, let's see. Good morning, Herb. How you doing, buddy? Herbie Swain. I was thinking about you the other day, boy, I sure missed. I sure miss Jimmy. I do. I sure miss Jimmy. So, oh, uh, let's see. All right, so we're going to be talking blades when we come back. Do you know the difference between a trailing, recurve, clip, and drop? If you don't, we're going to help you out on that when we come back. How about that? Huh? Huh? Yeah, we're going to. I'm telling you. Yep. This first hour went way too quick. Good morning, Rick. How you doing, man? Good to see you. So, all right. Hang on. I got... Jones Brothers Taxidermy. I had somebody ask me about that. It is 515-249-4362. 515-249-4362. There you go. All right. All right. Who's that? Oh, is that Larry? Well, we, we got to leave. Uh, all right. Well, go ahead. Get him on. Did Did you finally wake up? I finally, I was calling you back. I was, I was actually looking for my Mr. Potato head. He's missing one ear. He's missing one ear. Yeah. It's been so long. I'm telling you. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, to call you and say, thank you for fletching my turkey, my uh, decap arrows for me. Larry was up all night fletching all our arrows up for us on the TV show. So I just wanted to make sure that people knew you were an amazing captain on the show. Yeah, it is. I mean, yours might fly a little funny, but that's all right. uh, I mean, it's. I got the right colors in there. Yeah, you know, my, you know? mine fly funny anyway. So you you ain't, you, you can't change my tra- trajectory. That's all right. We'll be we we'll ready to go. I'm ready for warm weather and gobbling turkeys. Yep, absolutely. And hey, and hungry crappies. And hungry. Yeah, I was just talking about we're going fishing when we get the boat. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I I got it. yeah. I got Dominic coming up here in a second. You want to want me to say anything to Dominic for you? I'll tell him hi. I'll tell him you said hi. All right. Tell him I said hi. We'll be uh. We'll be at the Iowa with your classic. All right. Tell everybody goodbye, talking, Larry Mack and
5: some Kershaw too. We'll see you, everybody.
1: There he goes, Larry Mack, the myth, the man, the legend. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Take care. Bye, buddy. There he goes. All right, we got to go. We'll be right back on ESPN.
3: It's Outdoors Day on 1350
1: ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan, hour number two, brought to you in part by our good friends out at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, go out to your nearest Elite dealer, Archery Field and Sports. Uh, they're going to have a bunch of big stuff going on at the Deer Classic and so is Sportsman's Warehouse. Both of those are authorized Elite Dealers. And they will take great care of you, I promise. So go check them out. Uh, And, hey, if you need a Bowtech, there's no better Bowtech in Des Moines than Mark Wagner at Archerfield and Sports. He does a great job. So make sure I tell him I said that, will you? Let's see. Uh, We got Dominic from Kershaw Knives up on deck. And uh, we're going to talk a little blades this morning. Get Dom on. All right, well, let's head over to the phones and say hi to our buddy Dominic at Kershaw Knives. Dom, good morning. Morning, Dan. Thanks for getting up so early. Oh, no problem. Six o'clock in the morning where Dom is, right, Dom? Yeah, I'm
5: in Oregon on the left coast. Some people call it the wrong coast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Hey, uh, well, thanks for getting, and first thing, Larry Mack told me to tell you, good morning this morning. Morning, Larry. Yeah, he's watching us right now, I'm sure. We just had a a Larry Mack attack on the show, so (laughs) He, he snuck up on us. So, hey, I go. want to talk some blades this morning because uh, I, you know, everybody loves Kershaw. Uh, and I don't know if you know this or not. I think I told you the other day when Larry and I were talking to you, but um, we, uh, I, the new general manager at Sportsman's, we're going to have four booths at the Iowa Deer Classic this year. And one of the things that they're going to do is that uh, he's, Jake is actually bringing in some uh, ZT knives. So we're going to have a uh, Kershaw presence at the Deer Classic this year. How about that? Excellent. Glad to hear it. I am. I am too. I love, I love my ZTs and I love all my Kershaw's, but I'm telling you now let's, let's, instead of, uh, well, I'll ask you about some of the new knives and stuff. Um, it, before I do anything, is there anything new on the, on the fillet knives this year? Uh,
5: no new fillet knives this year. Uh, we do have some new fixed blade hunting knives in the works though.
1: Okay. We'll circle back on that. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds good. All right. We'll circle back on that. Not to sound like somebody, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, I want to talk about different blades and I'm going to, I picked out four here because these are four of the knife blades that I have actually used in my Kershaw and ZT knives over the years. But Dom, you're the, you're the blade expert. So I want you to just kind of, just kind of tell the folks what the advantages are of these blades. Can we do that? Sure. Okay, so let's start on a trailing point. Now, a trailing point uh, knife um, is good. I, I like them for skinning, but, I mean, can you tell everybody what that blade looks like and why it's so good for skinning?
5: Yeah, the trailing point is good for skinning um, largely because the way that the the blade edge curves up to the tip, it gives you a nice rounded belly, mm-hmm. uh, so you, you have good skin there when you're, when you're skinning.
1: Yeah. And it, so folks, if you in your mind, if you could imagine a blade that kind of goes up to a point, like, you know, kind of goes up, like it you know, the flay knives have a lot of flay knives have that kind of blade tip yes. to them. So that's, that's kind of yeah. what we're talking about when we say a trailing point. But I mean, for slicing and, and, and skinning, that trailing point's a great choice for a blade, right?
5: I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the reason I always like to say, um, When you're skinning, especially if you're trying to save the cape, you have a knife that just has more of a straight edge to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't have a very, like I said, a a sweeping motion. And what you're doing is you end up nicking the hide a lot more when you just have like a straight edge that goes right to your point.
1: Right. Uh,
5: Whereas with the the trailing point, you have that nice curve in the blade, so you get a nice sweep to it. don't come right to a very kind of uh, sharp, pointy tip.
1: Right. Yeah, and and you and Kershaw and uh, both Kershaw and the ZT, you guys got several models in that style of blade, right?
5: Oh yes, definitely.
1: Yeah, that's a very popular blade tip or blade blade Right, Dom? Yes, it is. Okay. Did you have your coffee yet, Dom? <laughs> Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, you what you, you gotta get out here and go hunting with Larry and I. I mean, come on, can't you get out here and I mean get off the coast and come out to the heart of the country and do a little hunting with us?
0: Come
1: on, oh, okay. we gotta get you hunting. All right. Look, Lec- the next one we're gonna talk about is one that's near and dark because it's it's a recurve blade, and that's an easy one to remember, especially for bow hunters. Recurve bow hunting. I mean, that's easy to do. Um, and I'll give you a prime example of a recurve blade. Uh, my blur has got a recurve blade. And, and I'm right on that, right, Dom? Yes, the
5: blur is a recurve blade. What that means is it has a little bit of an S shape. A little
1: S design at the bottom of the blade, right? Right. So
5: it goes from, sweeps upward, comes back down, and then gives you a good belly to the tip like we were talking about earlier.
1: Now, why was that? Why was that blade made? Or what was that? What was the purpose of that blade design?
5: Well, we'd have to talk to Ken Onion himself. Uh, that was that's one of his iconic designs, and uh, uh, that's just kind of one of his one of his. I won't say trademarks, but one of his uh, design cues that his go-to, I guess.
1: Okay, I was just kind of curious because I mean, it's for cutting and you know pull cuts, and uh, you know when you're drawing on it, it. I mean, it's really super smooth with that blade it does give you quite a bit of versatility. Definitely. Yeah, that's good. Now the next one is like a tradition. This has been around this blade designer style has been around for a long, long time. And that's a clip point, uh, you know, clip points. If you, uh, uh, if you think about like one of the old, uh, the old standard chief knives and stuff that come up to that point that, and uh, that's basically, uh, the tip of it goes, it's lower than a spine, but, um, that has b- been a favorite blade or hunting knife style for a long time, right, Dominic?
5: Definitely. That's a, if you think of a classic kind of fixed blade hunting knife. That's that's the type of uh, blade that you're that you'll generally think of right away. And they call it a clip point because basically it cuts the spine of the blade to the tip.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know, and, uh, is there any is there any strength difference between that and some of the other points?
5: Uh, there's certainly, each one has its own little bit of uh, advantages or disadvantages based on what you're doing. You know, like we said, uh, something like a, uh, a trailing point gives you good sweeps, something like a clip point, you can get a little bit more of a kind of a push cut on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it really just depends on what you're doing with every day with your knife.
1: Yeah. And I'm not a, hey, listen, I'm not trying to play, I'm not trying to play professor quiz with you here. I, I, you, you know more about knives than I ever will. That's. But I I think it's important cuz I in 24 years of doing this show I don't think I've ever talked about this stuff. And you know <laughs> I really time. I mean you usually I'd always get you guys on and we just talk about the new knives, but you know every knife blade is going to have a different uh characteristic to it for for it's basically you're, you you want to get the best knife for what you're going to use it for, right?
5: Absolutely. I mean that's that's why there's so many different blade shapes. Uh that's why there's partially serrated, fully serrated um, there's tanto points, there's blunt tips. There's, there's just so many different, uh, you know, blade edges out there on the market because there's so many different things for advantages for.
1: Yeah. Now I think the next, the last one we'll talk about, um, is probably the one that I have the most style blade knives of, and that's a draw point. I, is that, is that basically the most common?
5: I would say the drop point is the most common on the market. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's basically where the point drops down below the blade spine. Um, it's just it's just a real subtle uh, curve back down, and it's uh, it's basically pretty much on any folding knife you're going to have a drop drop point, aren't you? Uh,
5: I, I, you know, I mean, there's like we said, there's so many different varieties out there. It, it's definitely one of the most popular. So. Well, like the uh, shu- like
1: the like the shuffle, Dom. That's a drop point, right?
5: Uh, we have a few different uh, on the shuffle, but yes, the, the drop point is one of the shuffle bladed. bladed okay. Yes.
1: Okay. When we d- also
5: we also have a tanto on the shuffle. You do. Uh, actually, it's a tant- It's the
1: shuffle two, but yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I. You know what? I didn't think about that, but yeah. Because aren't you like on your third shuffle or fourth shuffle design now? Uh, we
5: have the shuffle, the shuffle two, and then we have a couple. Um, kind of spinoffs of the shuffle but they definitely fall in the same family
1: okay that's a great little knife man i love that knife yeah it is it's really popular yeah yep that's a good one all right now you said you got some new you got some new hunting knives coming out what are those can you talk about them
5: uh well i can't really talk about them too much but we do have a uh a a two-piece uh fixed blade hunting specific knives in the works right now I, i handled the uh the 3d printed samples this last week and uh they're coming along real nicely. I think they'll. I think they'll be uh, out next in the next catalog. So.
1: Wow. So we're gonna. We gotta wait till the fall or next spring.
5: It'll be next spring.
1: Oh, Dom,
5: Dom, don't do that to us. <laughs> I, I gotta tease you a little bit there, Dan.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you something. I I love my Kershaws and my ZTs. I I just my blur, uh, my shuffle, um, the uh, oh forgive me what the one I carry in my camera bag. Dom, you're going to kill me. What's the one that's got the extended tool? I mean, I've had it for a long time. It's a black one. It's got the little tools inside, but it's, it's actually got the extended tool adapter.
5: The Select Fire?
1: Select Fire. Thank you. That, that the, thing. Bits. Yeah, that thing has saved my, my butt in the ground blind. I don't know how many times where I've had to tighten stuff up on my tripod or my, on my fluid heads or whatever. What a great multi purpose knife.
5: It is. It it's, it's been around for uh, I think since 2011. Yeah, and it's one of our one of our our top sellers every year.
1: I Can't beat that, man. I'm telling you, it's good. And uh, and uh, I de- one of the ones you came out with uh, last year. At least I think it was last year that I love is my Camp Five. I love that Chief knife.
5: Yeah, that was that was a a, a new fixed blade release for last year. D2 full tang, got a nice ergonomic candle. It's uh, I love it. I use it all the time for. Uh, chopping
1: and you know uh, baton and kindling. Yeah, well, and I'm telling, it's a great knife. I I clean my deer with it. I mean, it's just it's blade. So I, hey, what the, now look, can I, can we go back to the fishing knives because I, sure. I I I you know we're getting into we're getting into turkey season and we're also getting into spring crappies here in the Midwest. But um that the Kershaw fillet knives with that no slip tang on there is it's that that knife. And I got my little work sharp sharpener. After about four or five crappies, I just sweep that about four or five times on each side, and it's back to just whisper razor sharp. But um, I love that knife because it doesn't slip when you get into the— you get all that goo and stuff on your hands when you're filleting. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but that what a great knife.
5: Yeah, the texture on the—that rubber texture on the handle is really nice. You know, you get the, the fish slime or any blood on your hands, and yep. you don't lose your grip.
1: No. And it, it's uh, if you haven't thought about this, that's great for breasting out your turkey. If you get get out, I keep one in my truck. And if you're going to breast out your turkeys and and take the the legs and the wings off, that Kershaw fillet knife does a wonderful job. Dom, Dom you're a big bird hunter. I mean, do you use that to clean your birds? i I've, I've
5: used it for turkey before, definitely. The nice thing about it is it's such thin blade stock that it goes right along the breast. You can feel and the
1: bone. Got, yep.
5: Yep. And it's got nice flesh. Actually, kind of slide under the breast meat a little bit and and cut it at an angle, just like you would with a fish.
1: Yeah, that way you don't mess, you don't waste any of the breast meat and stuff. Because let's face it, I, I, I wild turkey is one of my favorite things to eat. But stripping out those, you know, whether you're going to grill them or stripping them out to fry them, that that's that's it's worth its weight in gold right there, in my opinion. Definitely, I love them. So, well, cool. Man, I, I got to tell you. Uh we're we're excited about the springs. What do, what are you doing this year?
5: Uh, well, I didn't get a spring bear tag, so we'll uh we'll go after some over the counter turkeys here in uh in Oregon and we're pretty we're pretty lucky we can we can take uh um, three toms in the in the in the spring season, so uh we'll go out and see what we can do.
1: Are right, what do you got out there for turkeys? Are they are they Merriam's Rio's, or easterns?
5: We mostly have Rio's, but there are some Marium. mariums Merriams. Um, they've, they've largely interbreeded at this point, so we don't have too many pure Merriams left.
1: Really? What What do those look like? They still have the white tips.
5: Yeah, they still have the white tips. Uh, it's just more in the body and, and at the base of the tail. It's It's not as white.
1: Cool. All right. Well, so what else is What else has got you excited about Kershaw this year? Uh, well, we came out with a new, the, uh, the drive train has
5: a carbide glass breaker tip on it. seatbelt felt cutter really, really great. Uh, new addition to our, our rescue series. You can throw it in the glove box or your center console, of the vehicle, or anything like that. That's really a nice addition.
1: That's called we the drive train. Yeah. I'm right. I'm writing that down. Cause I haven't seen that one yet. And what kind yeah, of blade, what kind of blades to get that on?
5: Uh, I don't. I can't picture it off the top of my head at the moment. I believe it's a drop point. Okay. Uh, and it's and it's a uh, uh, just a plain edge, no serrations.
1: Okay. All right.
5: And then uh, we've got the the launch thirteen USA made uh, well, automatic push button.
1: Yeah, hang on. Don't t- save that because I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break here and then when we come back, I want to talk about the launch series because I did a little video on uh, Instagram and Facebook last week of, of me opening a launch. And I got more emails about that. What is that knife? So when, <laughs> when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the history of that knife. Can we do that? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. You hang on, Dom. Get you some coffee, folks. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN.
3: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, welcome back to you. Waking Up the
1: Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan on 1350 ESPN. hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. Dom and uh, ZT Knife, a little knife action this morning. So, Dom, I, I had uh, my launch, one of my launches uh, the other day, and I threw it on Facebook and Instagram, and people were just flipping out. What is that knife? Uh, that's got to be one of the most successful knife models you guys have ever had.
5: Yeah. The launch series is uh, extremely popular. We're, we started with the launch one and we're all the way to launch 13 now. So that should tell you how how popular they are.
1: Oh, they're great. And you know what I like about them? You know, you just press the button and it deploy the the blade deploys. I mean, it's just one finger action. And I carry that during the hunting season. I'll carry that on my, on my uh, safety vest and stuff. And that way, if I would ever fall or if I need to cut something out, I don't have to worry about trying to open it up with both hands. I can just hit that, and I've got a knife ready to go. What a great tool.
5: Yeah, and there's something so satisfying when that knife opens. It just has some authority when it opens in your hand, and it just feels
1: powerful. Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite of all of them?
5: Oh, that depends on the day of the week, really. There's <laughs> there's something to like about all of them. Um, you know, I really, really like the, the Launch 10. It's a small auto. Um, it's it's a California legal, so what that means is uh, California has a lot of dumb laws, but in this case, uh, your automatic knife to be carried has to be the blade edges. Mm -hmm. So we have a few that meet that requirement, uh, but the large tenant has got a hawk-bill blade. It just looks really aggressive and mean for how small of a knife it is, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it just comes out real snappy. It's really utilitarian, too, because the hawk-bill, if you think of kind of like a, a hawk's beak, it, it, that's really kind of the blade shape. The tip comes to a, sh- a sharp drop, uh, and it's great for breaking down boxes, opening packages, things like that. So that's definitely one of my favorite. Uh, the Launch 1 is a classic. I love the way that feels in my hand. Yeah. Uh, that was my my first auto uh, knife. And then the Launch 13, I'd say those are my, my, my three favorites.
1: Yeah, I think the Launch 1, to be honest with you, that was such a special deal when I got that. And man, it it's in great shape. And what what's that? Thirteen years old now.
5: Uh, yeah, right about there. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean what I mean that thing has held up so well, and yeah, I got that thing wherever. Like I said, if I go hunting, if I'm in a stand or whatever, that long, that that blade's with me. I love it. It's good. Now I heard what's this about it's coming out?
5: Yeah, so we have a new series uh, that is new for this year called uh, Project Adam, and what those are, uh, they're they're nylon knives, so there's there's no blade. Uh, reinforced nylon with glass fibers, so uh, they don't have a blade edge. Uh, their tip is very pointy, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, we like to say that they're kind of uh, they're kind of a great conversation starter. They're inexpensive, so you can you know you can put one almost just about anywhere, um, and you just can find uses for it without having to worry about you know having a, a live edged knife with you.
1: Oh, that's neat. I will have to look that up. Now, hey, during the break I looked up that drivetrain. That is yeah. an awesome-looking knife, man.
5: We had some fun testing on that one.
1: Yeah, that I can understand why you're excited about that one. That's a great-looking knife. So, I'm going to have to get me one of them, Dom. So, uh, and we- hey, before I let you go cuz and I appreciate you getting up so early for doing the show with, with us this morning. I want to talk about how you guys stand behind your stuff. You have any with knives cock Call Kershaw or send them in. You guys stand behind your stuff. Like I mean, you really care about your customers.
5: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter whether you know you spend nineteen dollars at Walmart or whether you spend a hundred dollars on you know one of our more premium USA made products. It, you break your pocket clip, we can get you a new pocket clip. Uh, you need the knife sharpened, we can take care of that. Yep. You know we we want we want the product we want to stand behind the product we want you to to have a great experience and and know that you can trust your knife whenever you need it
1: absolutely all right man i'm going to let you go good luck this morning thank you yeah and then uh when are you going to start hunting
5: uh right around tax day is our is usually opening day for us in spring for turkeys
1: okay well i'll try before then and see what's shaking but Hey, if you need anything, let Larry and I know, and uh, we'll get right back with you. And we just really appreciate you, buddy. No problem. I'll talk to you soon, Dom. Thank you. Thank you. See you. There he goes. Dominic from Kershaw Knives. Great guy right there. Hey, uh, 820 change here on 1350 he Bend. Yes, Andrew's still in the studio. Say hi to everybody. Everybody's wondering why you're not talking this morning.
4: Oh, I'm just listening.
1: Yeah, he. you know what he is? He's sleepy. He's uh, over there like this. He's he's sleepy. I'm nuts. He's over there. He She's he didn't get enough sleepy last night. I
4: sure didn't. I didn't either. I, I woke up at two thirty it's like this this stinks, man. I don't know. I must I must feel your pain because I was up at three thirty. Yeah. That's all right. Morning, Jerry. Good morning, uh Aaron. Hi, Elsie. Good to see
1: ya. Oh. I think I'm all caught up. I mean, we got everything pretty much covered. It's crazy.
4: So I'm gonna say I do like I I've been looking up that knife too while you were talking. That, that drivetrain. That's what I was doing. Yeah. In, uh Doing. Yeah, that looks good.
1: Yeah. That's a good. I I still love my blur. My blur. Oh, yeah, I blur. I don't have it on me because I don't bring weapons to the studio. But um, they uh they're just uh they're uh they're neat. I I love them. You know. It looks sleek. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Yeah, and then uh, they got another one. Is it a Crossfire? Uh, I can't remember if it's a Crossfire, but um, it's a it's a green uh, clip knife that I really like, too. I mean, I love all of them. I'm a, I'm a knife nut. I love knives, so I love collecting them, and they're just a great partner to have. I love Kershaw. And we're going to have Kershaw ZT Knives at the Deer Classic at the Sportsman's Warehouse first time, so come over and Larry and I will show you a bunch of them while you're there, so... I'm excited about that. Uh, hey, I, we, we are still doing our Respect the Game TV contest. Um, and we, we're about ready to give the Camp Right camping package away. If you have not went to Respect the Game TV's YouTube page... Um, <laughs> well, well, Jeff, that's awful nice of you. Check's in the mail, man. Jeff said the show just gets better and better. I appreciate it. See, basically what Jeff is saying is I stink so bad. And the show sucks, that it can only get better. That's what he's saying. Only uphill from only here. Only uphill. Thanks, Jeffy. I'm teasing you. Thank you. I've always said, 24 years on the air, it's radio mediocrity.
4: Yep. Yeah. We don't. That's our claim to fame. Well, I think also you come up with some interesting words. You know, wash is my favorite. Wash? What's wrong with wash? You everybody say wash, should I wash their clothes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, everybody should be clean. <laughs>
1: there you go Jerry <laughs> Jerry's in Phoenix what are everybody going to Arizona for why didn't you take us yeah what the, what's the deal man so anyway if you go to respect the game if you go to respect uh, uh, TV on YouTube uh you'll see look for look under the videos and you'll see did on how to enter the contest okay uh and your odds of winning something's pretty good we just we gave the cooler away about a month or so ago. Uh so whoever wins the camp the camp ride package is gonna get a tent, cot, some a chair and some other finds. The next after that, the next prize uh will be uh a fifty five hundred dollar is it fifty five hundred bucks? It's fifty five hundred dollar hunt, a thousand dollar bow. Yeah, it's about it's about five grand. Uh it's gonna be a combo hunt to Montana trophies plus outfitters for Whitetail and Antelope. How about that? So oh, go cool. check that out. It's free. All you got to do is subscribe to the channel and then send me your contact info. Cause when I draw a name, I can go and reconcile everything. So, and we're got, we're going to notify the winner by email. I've got to have your contact info. Yeah. yeah.
4: It's the only way.
1: It's the only way to do it.
4: Your so. mind powers aren't that strong yet. No, they're not at all. It's not at all.
1: I'm, I am totally caught up and we only have a half an hour left of the show, man. Yeah. It's like you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just the illusion I'm, is there. I'm drinking my coffee and my little grizzly cup and and minding my own business.
4: Sometimes that's all you got to do.
1: Yeah, hey, I had somebody ask me to do the turkey went down to Georgia again, and Shit. I can't because I'm doing the live stream on my phone, and I got the lyrics that uh, I that I mimicked or what's that called? Parodied. Yep. They're on my phone. So I can't do the turkey went down to Georgia. I'm sorry. I would if I could. We'll have to. We'll have to type it out. Yeah, the turkey went down to Georgia. He was looking for a. Uh, I see. I can't do it. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, come That's on. just like Realtor Rob. Come you know, on, it's just like Realtor Rob. We need a little jingle for Realtor Rob. I know. Just moving on up to a new home. Boom.
4: Yeah, yeah. That would be an easy one to do. Yeah, in, in another life, you're a song jingle writer. I'm, I'm a I'm a parody guy. Yeah, you're a good parody. My whole guy. life is a parody. <laughs> yeah, it is. That that's classic. Yeah, classic so. Dan. So hey, we uh, what would be a
1: good contest for Respect the Game TV? See, I was on. I was giving Larry trouble the other night. I said, you know, we need to have a contest between you, Ryan, Paul, and I, on who's going to get who's going to decap the most turkeys well 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 do what darren well well what is well 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 i don't get it It seems like we like the word well i uh, he he says something i, don't, understand. Can't, you I don't know, know what is would it be like the loser whoever gets the least amount of t- uh, uh turkeys has to get a tattoo
4: oh yeah would it be like they would have to wear a dress on tv But like a wedding dress, I mean, make it as obnoxious as possible. A camouflage wedding dress.
1: Yes. Yeah, I don't want to do that because I don't. If I end up, I don't want to wear. And I really don't want to get a tattoo. I've I made it through the service without getting a tattoo. But I think it would be. I I think. uh,
4: You know, a little. uh, Well, if you're gonna go big, go go big or go home.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You know, the old head shave thing. I'm so fat and old. I don't want to do that. I look like I look like a geriatric Mister Clean. (laughs) <laughs> that wouldn't be good. You're the lazy version. Of Mr. Do a tattoo on TV. Nah, Elvis Baby. What do you mean, Elvis Baby, Darren? What, what? Darren? Call the show. D- quit trying to talk to me on Facebook. I can't read it anyway. <laughs> you know I can't. Uh, I got. If I put my glasses on, I can see a little better. I have no idea what you're saying there, so I don't know.
4: I'm still trying to figure out the the riddle. Well, 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 well. I don't know what well, well, well means. It's, I, it's probably the riddle and know, what's just scary is
1: he's handling my insurance now <laughs> <laughs> that's what's bothering me. so I don't know maybe I respect the game TV uh tattoo where, where does it hurt the least if you have to get one
4: the more muscle the le- the less it hurts well, what would that be in my
1: head because that's where I got the most muscle <laughs> <laughs> you know that's I, a good one yeah thank you. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, what would, I mean, or Hey, how about having to go on and, and during the show, your Elvis fans would know well, 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 no idea. Sorry.
4: You know, Dan, you're the higher thinker of the group. Uh, not for that. No. (laughs) So, I mean, what would be so, what would be, I mean, well, you'd have to get the, you'd have to, for you. I don't know if a tattoo would do it justice, because you, I mean,
1: I, I, I don't run around with muscle T-shirts. Yeah, I, it's not.
4: I, I don't yeah. see
1: a, I, I, I do that for your benefit, folks. I, I don't want to scare you.
4: So uh, my, my thought would be, yes, go for the, go for the dress.
1: Make the loser grunt. What would that be? What's a camp grunt, Dan? Is that the one that's got to clean up and cook all the time? See, we don't do that because we're, we're a triple H. Or um, now, if we go fishing, we're going to be cooking our own stuff, but. You know, well usually if we're at, we're when we're fil- when we're filming and stuff, we're usually at an outfitter, so uh that's why we do that. So we can go out and film all day and we don't have to worry about cooking and stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so. I Man, I can't wait to get up to Minnesota and do some shore lunches here. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I, I gotta think on this. So what would be the ultimate the ultimate smackdown for the guys on the T V show?
4: It would have to be something that is felt not just the day of, but the n- weeks, months after. I that. mean, this should be legendary. It has to. It has to be legendary. You know, wearing, I like the camo dress idea. I think. I think that's yeah. has to be it.
1: You know, I because you know we're we tree, so we could probably call the folks at real tree and have them send us a camo dress. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a camo dress, and have to sing. Uh, <laughs> Have, Build to me sing, a buttercup. have to sing Macho Man.
4: Ah, that's even no, That would be That would there be a legendary right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. There I'll, I'll have to think on this some more. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to hear everyone else's thoughts on that too. That'd be you know, or maybe have to wear a turkey decoy for a hat in camp or whatever. I'd say along with the dress. Now, I mean, like you get a moderation, but I mean, I don't think there's a limit we can't reach here. Mm. I think we can do it. Well, maybe, maybe
1: we should do the loser of the turkey season should have to do something really humiliating during deer season.
4: Okay. Well, you've already, you already walked (laughs) through.
1: I'm not even going to say that on the air, Jeff. No, that's ridiculous. No.
4: You've already walked through icy cold water. to get, Yeah, I've already know. swam through the icy cold. That, that, already... that, that, that's not humiliating.
1: That just hurt. <laughs> All right. I got to go. We'll figure this out because I'm probably, I don't, I got, I don't want to make it really terrible because I, there's a good chance I might lose. So, you know, you know.
4: Well, you uh, yeah, you, you got to go for it. Hmm. You got to go. Well, we believe in you, Dan.
3: Hmm.
1: Maybe, well, maybe, so. maybe, uh, maybe they have to wear something from Frozen or something the dress from frozen or i don't know i'm stuck not, on the dress I, what, what, I can't you, get off it yeah i we gotta get off that's the dress. a train i'm i am
4: do
3: not want to do
1: um i don't know we'll figure it out anyway we gotta go with uh smoking joe smelter on 1350 espn
3: you're listening to outdoors dan on 1350 espn That's the only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia
1: challenge game in the United States is on deck. The Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge brought to you this week by Advanced Family Dentistry, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi yegi Dr. Stewart, Dr. Brant, and Dr. Oh my gosh, Dr. TJ. Dr. TJ Williams will take great care of you at Advanced Family Dentistry. They've been helping me for a long, long time. 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny is where you'll find them. Whether you need cleanings, cavities, crowns, root canals, you want the smile you always wanted, they can do a Invisalign. They can do anything that you need dental-wise at Advanced Family Dentistry and do it well. They've got four great people there to help you and the, some of the best staff you could ever want in a dental facility. They've been helping me for, what, five years now? Four or five years? And I love them. i got to go see them here in next month and get a crown and a cavity taken care of, and, yeah, that's not my favorite thing to do, but I'm not going to freak out about it because I know it's not going to hurt, and they're going to take great care of me there at Advanced Family Dentistry. If you need a dentist or just need a new dentist new to you, how about uh, giving them a holler at 515-964-1490, 964-1490, or go check them out anytime at ankenysmiles.com. The reason I call him Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yeagie is that he is a Jedi dentist, and he uses the Force to calm me down, And when you leave, what they should be telling you is may the floss be with you. Advanced Family Dentistry, I promise you, once you go there, they'll be the dentist you'll have the rest of your life. Uh, Let's see. All right, we got trivia on deck. Mr. Steve is up first. Let's go say hi to Steve. We'll see what he is up to. Steve, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I've got your last shot at Deer Classy tickets. Have you won Deer Classy tickets yet? I'm going I got tickets. So. You got tickets. How about a big old bag of outdoors Dan coffee from Dunn Brothers? Oh uh, I don't drink
3: coffee. Thanks.
1: Well give me a holler back next week then. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Bye bye. All right. Who we got up next here, Andrew? What'd you do with the board? I can't see. Let's go see Brock and see what Brock is up to this morning. Brock, good morning. How you doing? Hey, pretty good, Dan. How are you? I'm good. Do you want to go to the Deer Classic? Yeah, heck yeah. All right. Tell me. Tell me what knife company that I just spend 25 minutes talking about. Oh, geez. Uh, Is it Kershaw? That's it. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Hey, we're going to call you back after the show, Brock, so we can get your info, okay? Okay. Yep. Thanks, buddy. All right. I still got two more pairs of Deer Classic tickets. This is your last chance to go to the Deer Classic on me. 244-1350. 244-1350. Give me a holler. I also got... Uh two bags of Dunn's Brothers coffee I want to give away today too. So what's Islander say? I can't wait taking a buddy. Oh, Darren's going to the Deer Classic. That's exciting. I'm excited about that. Get to see the Darren Islander. Get to see the old Islander shuffle when he's going up and down the aisles. Uh it's going to be a fun time. It's uh it's always one of my favorite events. You get to see a lot of good friends, get to see good pictures, get to hear some good stories. You know, it's going to be a good event. I can't wait. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. And you get to see the Larry Mac. You get to see, you get to have a Larry Mac attack if you come out there. Oh, Larry. Left lane Larry. Everybody loves Larry McCoy. He's a good guy. all right, I'm just patiently waiting here on Andrew. I know we got callers, so he just he's so slow lately. He's 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 slowing down with his age, so. Wait till he has that other baby. He's really going to be slow. You won't get any sleep. All right, Derek first. Let's go say hi to Derek. Derek, good morning. How are you today? Hi. Good. You want to go to the Classic?
5: I already got my tickets.
1: You did? Yeah. How about a pound of uh, fresh-roasted Duns Brothers coffee, White tails Outdoors Dan Blend? Yeah,
5: that sounds great.
1: All right, you got it. I'm not even going to ask you a question. Congrats. All right, thanks hey, a lot. Hey, we'll call you back after the show, okay? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right, thanks. let me go see who uh, who is next, I believe. Let's, who am I looking at? Uh, Jeff, let's go say hi to Jeff. Jeff, good morning. How are you doing today? Good
4: morning, Dan. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Do you need classic tickets? Yes, sir. All right, I got a two pack. I got two tickets for you. You want a question?
2: No, I'd rather just have the tickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, man, you got tickets. Uh, are you a coffee drinker? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you some coffee too.
4: I appreciate
1: it. All right, well, you, there you go. You get coffee.
2: Thank
1: you a lot. All right, thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. All right. Bye. Thank you. There he goes. All right. So I got both my coffee out. Do we have one more set of tickets to give away? Mm-hmm. Uh, did we give three winners away? Uh, no, we just did uh, two, two. All right, I've got one more pair of your classic tickets to give away if you want to go. 1350. This is my last pair. Get you into the Iowa Deer Classic next Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Sunday, 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 I think Friday night's going to be nice. Everybody's going to be anxious to get out and see everybody. And I'm sure they have hand sanitizer everywhere, you know, just make sure you try to social distance. I'm sure the booths are going to be spaced out a little bit, it's nice and safe. And, you know, if you're not feeling well, stay home. Everybody else is going to be talking deer and turkeys. That's right. Yeah. There probably won't be as much sampling going on as there usually is, you know. That's one thing we probably we will I know we won't have stuff that you can like uh owl hooters and stuff like that. We won't we won't have uh because we won't want to be doing that. There's going to be some things we can't do like in a normal year. So, but other than that, we're going to we're going to hopefully get back to normal as, as quickly as possible. Um we just we got another caller. I'm just I'm waiting for the Andrew to get done here. Will Andrew, Andrew. Oh. What a morning. Who we got? Joe. Let's go say hi to Joe. See what Joe is up to this morning. Hi, Joe. How are you? All right. What are you up to today? Not much. Thinking about going to Bass Pro Shop after a while. Yeah, oh, there you go. You want to go to the deer classic? Yeah. All right. Do you want a, you want a trivia question? It's up to you. Well, it's up to you. Do you want to win or do you just want me to give them to you? Oh, you can just give them to me. <laughs> I'll just give them to you, Joe. Cool. How's that? That's that's great. All right, we'll we'll call you after the show, okay? All right, thanks what. All right. Thanks, Joe. Yep. There you go. We got all the deer class. A lot of prizes, man. That's awesome.
4: So where's Smelter? Does Smelter not call you back? No, I think he may have heard you know been like, Oh man, there he goes buying a boat, but he doesn't want to buy a truck.
1: I already bought a truck from him. I'm done buying trucks. Hey, they got special financing rates. Uh, I think they got zero percent financing for like seventy two months now. Go check them out incentives are going to change you better get out there and uh, go check that out uh be- while this weekends kick the tires and see he's got free stuff to give away too. I think hes still got stuff from mobile repair companies I think he's got a few things of that left he think he's got some outdoors dan coffee if you want some coffee if you didn't win uh go check him out and uh, we'll see what's going on I you know that I have no idea what that what that boy is doing he's probably selling a truck so uh, shooting just missed out. We just hit our, hit our Yeah, he's 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 probably he's probably talking to a customer because he's busy. He's a very, very busy, busy car guy. But hey, you can't you'll find some great deals at Carl Chevrolet Go check him out. Tell him outdoors Dan sent you. Ask for smoking Joe Smelter. I got a break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
3: It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right,
1: don't forget to watch Respect the Game TV on the Sportsman's channels. You can catch us on Mondays and Tuesdays, Tuesdays at 9 Central, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, 10 Eastern, and uh, we're also on Wednesdays and Thursdays. You can find us on the Hunt channel as well. Jones Brothers Taxidermy, uh, thanks for Dave and Harv for doing all my elk is getting mounted as we speak. If you need a good taxidermist, 249-4362, four, 249-4362. And I got to thank the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank, over there at 2900 University Avenue, West Des Moines. They've been helping people for a long time. They're going to help you. If you need to get something coming up for, uh, you know, any kind of special occasion or if you're going to get engaged this spring, go check them out. They got diamonds and mountings in stock and tell them thanks for helping the outdoors, will you? And if you got, hey, I just had to buy some electronics for my boat. You know what? If you need and you got stuff laying around that you just don't wear anymore, take it over to Herman's. they for it. And you don't have to worry about how you're going to finance that new trolling motor or your fish finders. Go check them out. Herman's fine jewelers. Super nice people. Well, we did it. We got done. Uh we are out of here. Um, hey, we just we just did our fifth podcast. Don't forget to check out our new podcast. It's called It's All Outdoors with Outdoors Dan and Larry Mack. Uh, we're going to, we're, uh, are you can find that on anchor, Spotify, sketcher, uh, Google, Google play iTunes, and, uh, tune in. We got to wait for you to win some stuff on there too, And I'll tell you more about that next week. Till then be good to one another. We're all in it together. And I will talk with you next week live from the Iowa deer classic right here on 1350 ESPN. Goodbye.